So Heather, have you got 500 friends and family members? Well I've got quite a few friends, but I don't think they'd number 500. Is that a magic number? It is if you want to register a political party. It's uh, quite course. a lot. Really, yeah, it? it is. Yes, to be registered with the Electoral Commission you do have to have 500 paid up members, that's right. So today we're going to um, introduce the parties that are contesting election 2020 in New Zealand. I'm Simon Ewing-Jarvie. And I'm Heather Roy. So we've got how many parties? 18. There are 18 registered. If you go to the Electoral Commission website, uh, you'll see there's 18 registered. Uh, there's one that we know wanted to be registered but sort of missed the boat. We'll come to that. Right. Um, but there are eight parties that seem to re regularly be registering on the polls. So they're the two major parties, yep. National and Labour, then there's three they're referred to as minor parties, so that's ACT, the Greens, New Zealand First, and then there are three other parties that do appear on the polls, the Maori Party, who have had a presence in Parliament before of course, the New Conservatives and the Opportunities Party or TOP. Right, so they probably deserve a podcast each of their own, we can look at their, um, who the, the characters are and, and their policies that they've announced so far. Shall we just then just talk about the other 10? Yes, and they're called micro-parties, or the media I notice have been talking about micro-parties recently, so right. these 10, I think it's worth at least people being familiar with them. And it's really easy to sort of take the mickey out of some of these parties, particularly when they have policies that look a bit crazy or conspiracy theory related. But you do have to remember that it's quite an undertaking to firstly get your 500 members so that you can mm. register, and secondly to put yourself out there. So good on them for standing up and talking about what they believe in. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll go through the, the 10 micro parties in alphabetical order. Right? So mm, start off with the Aotearoa Legalised Cannabis Party. Well, this is their year. It well could be. This is what they've been wanting all the time. Um, I mean, they'd like definite change, I think, but the referendum is a really big step forward for them. They've been around, interestingly, since the MMP came into being, since 1996. And interesting, you'd often turn up at all sorts of political gatherings, and they're always there. They've always got their supporters there with their placards and yeah, back trying to sell their message. That's back right. Benches TV show, they were... Yeah. Well That's right. The next one is uh, the Heartland New Zealand Party. Now, I have to say I don't know very much about them. Do you know anything about them, Simon? Well, only what I've read on their website, and I have to say they sound kind of like a National Act kind of merged uh, group. You know, they mm. talk about productivity, prosperity, um, anti-red tape. They're obviously anti-red tape, I'm, yeah. I'm struggling to understand so far whether they're anti-list MPs because they talk about only only duly elected people should be able to vote and yeah. well everyone's duly elected under MMP. Yep, so that's not clear. Mm. Mm. Next one is the Mana Movement. Right, so uh, Honi Harawera was in the Māori Party, split away, won Te Taitokarau, lost Te Taitokarau where he, when he hooked his wagon up to Kim.com Kim in the Internet Party and, um, and has sub subsequently hasn't made it back into Parliament. No, interestingly for the 2020 election they seem to have decided that they won't contest against the Maori party, they're mm. obviously wanting all of the vote to go that way, but they are still a registered party and you will be able to cast your Maori vote for them if you want to. Yeah, so that's interesting because that sets up a Maori Labour versus Maori everyone else. That's right, it um, does. For the seven yeah. seats, yeah. Right, New Zealand Tea Party. Now in America they've got a Tea Party and that's taxed enough already and that's sort of a fringe um, group of small government, isn't it? That's right, for the fringe off the Republican end of the spectrum. Here in New Zealand, Tea, T-E-A, stands for Taxpayers and Entrepreneurs Alliance. 
and they talk about having a vision of community where all are included to sit around the table for tea and to negotiate their fair share. That just takes me to a free llama for every word. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Okay, the next one, New Zealand Outdoors Party, is a bit better known to people, I think. The current iteration of the New Zealand Outdoors Party was registered in 2017, but we've had an outdoors party in some shape or form for quite some time. Yeah, outdoor recreation, and that was more like hunting, shooting, fishing, and, and right. that sort of thing. And for a while they seemed to have quite a loose coalition with Peter Dunn's United Future Party, or United did, Party. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So this, this uh, version of the Outdoors Party looks more like a green kind of uh, access to sustainable much, environment kind of thing. Much more environmental in nature, that's right. Right, and then we've got the One Party. Whose logo is really interesting, it's holding up one finger. One finger, yeah, yeah one god. Yeah. Uh, they do, they're obviously a Christian party, and they talk about their one million Christians voting in one accord to create a kingdom shift. Hmm. Well, there's been a few attempts by um, Christian Some groups to, to hear, and the Christian Coalition came as close as anyone, but they fell sh a little short of 5%. That's right, they got 4.7% of the vote and uh, never managed to get into Parliament unless some of those candidates had been part of bigger parties before. Yeah. Okay, who have we got next? The Sustainable New Zealand Party. Uh, this is the party that Vernon Tava announced hmm, probably about 12 months ago, I think. At least, yeah. Uh, and I thought that if they managed to sort of get together and uh, be a bit of a force, they could do quite well because they sit, if you look at the political spectrum, they sit at the free market end, but are very strong on green type policies or environmental policies, and I think there is a real constituency for that group mm. um, however I don't they really haven't been very visible visible they're not polling mm. uh, so I'm, I think that they well and truly do now fall into the minor uh, sorry the micro parties yeah um, uh, which is list. a shame you're right there is a space mm. on the political spectrum Ben and Tava unsuccessfully pitched for the leadership of the Green Party and then this is the result mm. Now, the Advanced New Zealand Party, which probably people will recognise as a name because Jamie Lee Ross, the MP who did battle with Simon Bridges and lost, left the, left the National Party, decided he would stay as a, an independent type candidate in Botany, uh, botany mm -hmm. but formed a party, the Advanced New Zealand Party. And there's, um, then there's the New Zealand Public Party, Billy Tikaheka, or Billy TK uh, as he's done, Junior, I think, mm -hmm. and he formed this party, but he's been going around the country pulling big crowds on his theories about this and that. We won't go into that, but he was too late to register the party. So That's what he was. They verged towards the conspiracy, but because they didn't register, the Advanced New Zealand Party agreed that the New Zealand Public Party could sort of join forces with them. Mm. So Jamie Lee Ross is hoping that Billy TK will win... <laughs> well, um, get him across the line. And then another oldie but goodie, the New Zealand Democratic Party for Social Credit. Yeah, well, these guys have been around since the 50s in one form or another. The Social Credit Party was the, the third party under First Past the Post. And they've won various electorates under that system. They've never had more than two at one time. That's right, but that, if that's your measure of success, getting your party into Parliament, then you'd have to say that they have been successful in that over time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, and they changed the name a few times. They've been the, the Democrats. They were part of the Alliance for a while. Um, and this is the latest um, the version of it. Yep. And then the last party on the list is Vision New Zealand. So 
they are essentially the Destiny Church Party. Yeah, it's fronted by um, Hannah Tamaki. Mm. So they, they started off as De- Destiny Party. That's right. And then they tried to register as the Coalition Co- Co- Party. Yeah, something like that. And the, that, I think I agree that the Electoral Commission made the right decision probably not to register them in that with that name because that would have been very confusing for voters. Mm. Right, well that's the list. So when you go into the voting booth, you will see all of those parties listed on the right-hand side and you can cast your party vote for any one of them. So your turn today, Simon, I think, for our political quote. Right. And I think it's topical, this one, um, given the whole COVID situation and um, and uh, worry about death and the like. It's from H.L. Mencken. And uh, the quote is this. The whole aim of practical politics is to keep the populace alarmed and hence clamorous to be led to safety by menacing it with an endless series of hop goblins, all of them imaginary. So I think that's us for today. It is. If you'd like to know more, send us in a question for the next question podcast. You can find us, uh, find our contacts page at uh, talkpoint.co.nz. That's T-O-R-Q-U-E point. We're also on all the big social media channels, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook. I'm Simon <laughs> Ewing-Jarvie. And I'm Heather Roy. We'll talk to you soon.